is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Eve. The first of many Fantasy Football Today episodes this week, a big week. A much-needed week. We need some sports to talk about. Welcome to the show. Quick emergency podcast. We'll have a big, big show for you tomorrow to break down everything from Monday. Ryan Tannehill and, well, basically everything with the Titans. Devontae Freeman getting released. Kenyon Drake getting the transition tag. And I was getting all prepared to talk about, hey, is Kenyon Drake, how much of of a workload is he going to have to split with David Johnson? That doesn't matter anymore. DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals, David Johnson to the Texans. The Texans are getting a second and a fourth round pick. The Cardinals are getting a fourth round pick from Houston. So do I have all the details? It's Hopkins and a fourth for Johnson, a second and a fourth. That's it. Uh, The money situation is interesting with uh, the Cardinals getting away from David Johnson's money. The Texans taking on all of his contract. That's the crazy part of this to me. Um, on top of the fact that the Texans gave up on DeAndre Hopkins with three years under control, but apparently there was some talk about his deal and wanting more money and the Texans not wanting to pay for it. But um, the money side of this is, is the interesting part of it because they had Hopkins under control for three seasons. And the fact that he's only 27 is just, just mind-boggling. Well, fantasy is super interesting here. So first question, Deshaun Watson or Kyler Murray if you're drafting right now? Kyler. Yeah. Kyler is my QB three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, same. we don't have we don't have a sample of DeAndre of Deshaun Watson without DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins has missed two games in his career. One of them was Week Seventeen, right of of this past year. I mean, the guy's always healthy, so I can't sit here and say, "Well, Deshaun Watson's done this, this, and that without uh, DeAndre Hopkins." All right, so you said Kyler's number three for you. Uh, where's Watson? I haven't gone through yet, but it'll probably be, still be top five. Uh, they're, they're, I, I would imagine that the second-round pick that they get back is going to be a receiver. Top five, it's a good though. Year for it. Wow, but a, a rookie receiver is not going to come anywhere near oh. DeAndre Hopkins. No, no, but, I mean, he runs. Obviously, he's going to, you know, they, they have to do something to in, enhance this receiving core because you can't lose DeAndre Hopkins and not replace him with something. So, you know, it's not just going to be Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, and then, you know, backfill Kiki QT and backfill with, uh, you know, somebody from the XFL. Cam Phillips will be nice, though. Um, I, I think they're, you know, whatever they do to, you know, fill Hopkins' role remains to be seen. But, you know, Watson's still an elite talent. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson, only 13th in the NFL in passing yards. Uh, this, by the way, I mean, this just happened, so I don't have all the stats I wanted to bring to the show, but just to make a point about how he's not so reliant on passing numbers, 13th in passing yards, uh, I think eighth in passing touchdowns. He did miss one game. He sat out week 17, but, um, yeah, he, like, like Jamie said, he does run. So that's interesting. We'll have some time to sort of digest this. Now, DeAndre Hopkins, what do you think? Value up, down or the same? Down. Clearly down. Same. Still a top three fantasy receiver. Yeah, he was already uh, trending in the wrong direction after what his yards per catch for last year. Um, you know, now he's going to a crowded receiving core. So he's still a top ten guy, but he's not a top five guy for me. Well, what do you make of that? He eleven point two yards per catch. He showed some statistical decline. I think that the targets with Will Fuller versus without Will Fuller were were so different. With Will Fuller, 
142 target pace without Will Fuller or with Fuller leaving with an injury, 187 target pace. So that's what I thought the biggest difference was. But, you know, it's one thing to look at Antonio Brown when he's like in his 30s, having a down year statistically. DeAndre Hopkins is 27 years old. So I'm thinking that the yards per catch being down was not really a a sign of him going in the wrong direction. It's just probably a statistical fluke is what I'm saying. I don't think it's a statistical fluke. It's a sign of when other guys are around him, talented guys, he's not going to get the same amount of targets. I think it's And now he's going to a situation where there's talented guys around him. So, you know, I mean, Fitzgerald's still going to get his targets. It's going to go down, but it's still going to get targets. Kirk is going to get targets. Isabel is going to get targets. Uh, Kenyon Drake's going to get targets. Kyler's going to run. So I don't think he's going to have the same amount of same level of production that he has when he's the only show in town. And that's when he's been at his best. So he had only 20 deep target throws last year, according to Pro Football Focus. Of the 20 deep target throws, only eight were catchable. He caught seven of them. Three of them were touchdowns. He ranked 16th in yards per route run. He had uh, It was basically two yards per route run. That's pretty good. And I would imagine he's going to get used a little bit differently than he was last year. I feel like last year he was used more like as a possession-y type of receiver for Houston. And the Texans wanted to use Stills and Fuller more as downfield threats. And that could change a little bit because the Cardinals, I, I think that they can use Kirk. They can probably get away with using Kirk any way they want to, but he's better in the short area. Fitzgerald, clearly a short area guy. Hopkins is going to be their number one perimeter receiver. I think his targets are going to be big. I think he'll see a better depth of target. And I think he'll bounce right back in the yards per catch uh, statistic. And he'll catch a ton of touchdowns. I have no problem taking him as my number two guy. And the Texans are typically a run-heavy offense. And the t- the Cardinals only threw 20 more passes than the Texans last year. But their offense wasn't really that good. If their offense makes improvement, they could throw the ball more. They could throw for more yards than the Texans. Uh, that's certainly possible. And, um, you know, you, you hopefully have this kind of up-and-coming quarterback and, and offense. Boy, this is just so interesting. I'm really having trouble digesting it. I mean, what a shocker. It's and, so dumb from Houston's standpoint. I mean, what do they think they're getting with David Johnson? I, I will say this. David Johnson was a starting running back for the first six weeks of the season. And he was more valuable in fantasy than DeAndre Hopkins was. He was That the, doesn't matter. No, but but I'll just just put it in perspective. Like he was the number seven running back in non PPR and the number five running back in PPR in those six games before he got hurt and before the Kenyon Drake trade. Hopkins for the season was eighth in non-PPR, fifth in PPR, and he was 11th per game in non-PPR and sixth per game in PPR. He, he did not have his typical season. So Johnson, I think people you know have this impression that he was useless last year. Well, actually, he was a must-start running back while he was healthy before the Kenyon Drake trade. So... Um, Hopefully he's healthy. Talk I mean, about, talk about him. What what do you think? I, I mentioned it when we talked about free agent destinations and, and a couple of you, Jamie, I don't think you were on the show, but a couple of you said you wanted to see Melvin Gordon go to the Chargers, or to the Texans rather. And I like that has not been a good destination for running backs. They don't throw to their running backs. Running backs do not score touchdowns there. So what do you think about David Johnson? Well, I mean, you're talking the post Arian Foster days. Yes, I'm talking the Bill. O'Brien, I'm talking about the Bill O'Brien, the Bill O'Brien days. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, look, it's uh, if he's healthy, he's a he's a very capable um, number two running back. I think in this scenario, 
you know, kind of what Lamar Miller was, but better if, if David Johnson's right. If he's not, then it's, you know, it's a mess. They still have Lamar Miller on the roster, and we'll see what they're going to do there with him coming back from the ACL. They have Duke Johnson, obviously. Lamar's a free agent. so I thought he was under contract. No, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he's walking. Okay. And no. Carlos Hyde's gone, too. Hyde is definitely gone. Yeah. I thought Lamar Miller was back. Um, but Duke Johnson's still there, and so you wonder what role he's going to play. Give me an over-under on catches. Duke Johnson had his career low in catches, barely, but he had 41, 44 catches. Previous year, he had 47 catches. But uh, Duke being there, I mean, 44 catches, that's not good for David Johnson. So give me an over-under. Like, I'll yeah, give but you the now over-under. the whole offense changes. Does it? Well, I mean, if Hopkins is gone. Yeah. Okay, so 40 catches. 16 games of David Johnson. I'll take, I'll take Johnson. over if he's healthy. Oh, okay. Dave, yeah, 40 catches? It's less than three catches per game. Question is, if he plays only 12 games, you're probably not going to get to 40 catches. What? So I'll take the under because I don't think he can stay healthy. Would you rather have David Johnson or uh, Todd Gurley? Really? Gurley. David Johnson or Philip Lindsay? Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay, for sure. Lindsay's a top 15 guy for me. David Johnson in PPR or Mark Ingram? Ingram. Ingram. All right, maybe I'll maybe we'll get to one. David Johnson or Carry on Johnson. I might uh, I'll take a healthy David Johnson. If he's if he's ready yeah. to go to training camp, I'll take that. And I'm assuming that the Lions are gonna add something at running back. I think they've had it with Carry on. So that might be where David Johnson uh that's where he kind of slots in. Let's do DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins or Travis Kelsey? Kelsey. Hopkins. Now, we just did a draft last Thursday. It was a PPR, three-wide receiver league. Hopkins went eighth overall. He was the third receiver off the board. Michael Thomas was the second overall pick. Devontae Adams, seventh. Hopkins, eighth. Then Julio Jones uh, was tenth, and Kelsey was eleventh. Would you rather have Hopkins or Julio? Julio. Hopkins. So, Dave, what would you say? You're, you're not moving Hopkins? Nope. Third overall? Fact, the fact two. that Hooper's two. gone, for sure. Um, I'll take Julio over Hopkins for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, and th- so then, Dave, you you would just have Thomas ahead of him. You have Hopkins ahead of Devontae Adams. I'm going to move Devontae Adams ahead of him in the event that the Packers do not add a quality pass catcher. But I'm assuming that they will. So that's why Adams is behind him for now. Nick Chubb or DeAndre Hopkins? And the fact that Kareem Hunt is there doesn't help Nick Chubb. The or Austin they, Hooper. They gave him the uh, the the second round tender on yeah. Hunt. Um, so I'm taking Hopkins in PPR. I'll take Hopkins in PPR. Chubb and non PPR. Okay. Again, so much news. Um, with looks like the Browns closing in on a deal with Austin Hooper. So much news to get to. A big show tomorrow to kind of sum it all up because it doesn't make sense to react to things now when we don't know the complete picture. But this had to be reacted to. Other players involved in this trade and this deal, uh, well, not involved in the actual trade, but the fantasy values affected by those on the Texans and the Cardinals. Obviously, Kenyon Drake's a big winner here, but yeah, who, including Drake, who the, who are the biggest winners and losers? Kyler Murray, big winner. Kenyon Drake, big winner. David Johnson, big loser. No, big winner. No, winner. Big winner. He's a winner. He's a big winner. Why is he a loser? Uh, I was no. He's a, he's a winner, obviously, getting off of the Cardinals, but he's not. Uh, he's not David, the David Johnson of old. 
No, but I mean, at least this gives him an opportunity yeah. to be a starter. Uh, Can the case be made that Will Fuller or Kenny Stills are winners? winners? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, losers are Hopkins, um, mm-hmm. Watson. That's a loser. Um, just those two, I think. You know, Christian, Christian Kirk. Kirk is a big, oh yeah, fat Chris, loser. Christian Kirk loses. Yep. So Larry Fitzgerald, Hall of Fame loser. <laughs> so would you take right now Will Fuller or David Johnson? Johnson, because I just don't want Fuller. Uh, two injury-prone guys. Potentially, if Johnson's right in training camp, it's easily Johnson. So the thing is, what do you make of that running back history with the Texans? Uh, I'll try to get the exact stats. But with O'Brien? Yeah, with O'Brien. Because he can't include what Kubiak does. Kubiak's a genius. Especially if... Hashtag uh, Dalvin Cook. No, especially if, if, if uh, Duke Johnson's still there. Like, they just don't throw to running backs. And again, like they get to the red zone and they don't... I don't think they've had... Uh, Deshaun Watson led the team in rushing touchdowns last year. Lamar Miller's never been a big rushing touchdown guy with the Texans. So I, I, I just don't like the history of Texans running backs under Bill O'Brien. And then Will Fuller. I mean, Will Fuller's got a chance to really show what he's capable of here. He's going to have to. Um, I, I think, you know, again, it's Bill O'Brien's offense with one of the best receivers in the NFL as well. So now that receiver is gone. Yeah. So how does that change things? You know, he's talked about he talked about this last year about having to throw the ball to his running backs more, which is why he went out and got Duke Johnson. He wanted to have that more part of his offense. Now it didn't work out. Um, so he also, you know, is getting a guy that, you know, has a thousand yard receiving ability out of the backfield. Um, so hopefully he uses him in the right way. You know, it's it's all a matter of David Johnson being back to the guy that he was. If that's Anything close to his 2016 season, it'd be a shame if Bill O'Brien didn't throw him the ball more. But, you know, you, it, it, it's kind of why he's in the range that we're talking about. You know, if, if we knew he was right, if we knew that the Texans were going to build the offense around him to a certain extent, then he'd be a top 10 guy. But he's more of a top 24 guy. May I ask a question? If, yeah, this, yeah, took no. place, if this took place a year ago, where David Johnson was coming off of his 1,300-yard, oh, I forgot how many touchdowns he had, maybe seven or eight. Where would you rank him? You'd put him easily in the top two rounds. Would he be a He was a, a top two-round round guy last year in Arizona. I, yeah. So, uh, yeah, for sure. So but, you're hoping that he can get back to that point, and I don't know if he's terribly far from that point. He didn't fit into what Arizona was doing. Well, the question becomes, was he hurt? at the end of the season when they made the trade to get Drake and couldn't get back on the field? Or was it just Drake was better? And I think so they like if, Drake better. If, if Drake was better, and the moves today suggest that, and David Johnson's healthy, then hopefully the Texans use him the right way. But, you know, I, I think that's the, the question that we'll have to find out. Do you like or hate the fact that Carlos Hyde had 16 carries inside the opponent's 10 last year? What do you have inside the five? Because that sounds like a solid number, right? I got to double check it. But I, I can tell you that inside the 10, 16 carries, five touchdowns, 32 red zone carries. Well, let's put it, let's give it a I little mean, if context. You get, if you get Carlos Hyde's production, forget about the pass catching, just the rushing numbers from Carlos Hyde. And you're drafting David Johnson, let's say in round five. You're disappointed, right? He had 1,070 yards and six touchdowns. It's not great, being honest. 
Yeah, it's not but he doesn't, he doesn't catch the ball, so that's the difference. And I mean, 16 you know, if you're, if you're, carries is not a lot. If you're getting 45 catches on top of those numbers, and let's say an, another another in round five, that's three, not bad. another Why 300 would you, yards. Then Duke Johnson's going to have to go away. I don't think they're making this move with the intention of let's feature Duke Johnson more. No, they're going to have to feature him less. That's all I'm saying. Like David Johnson's going to have to get those catches. By the way, his red zone, his Inside the 10 and inside the five-yard production, or carries rather, Carlos Hyde, not very good. About half of the numbers of what you'd see from the elite guys there. Lamar Miller had 13 rushing touchdowns in three seasons on 716 carries. 13 touchdowns on 716 carries. Deshaun Watson, 12 touchdowns on 181 carries in his last two seasons. So I don't know if it's just weird or that's just the way it works in Houston. But they don't catch passes, and they don't score rushing touchdowns. Now, if you go so out and make a trade, maybe that changes things, and you don't have to Sean Watson anymore. Maybe that changes your philosophy, and they're going to commit to David Johnson. Right. It would have to be a fundamental shift yeah. that changes it. And they are changing play callers, right? Yes. Bill O'Brien's not going to call them anymore. It's, I've got the number for you on Carlos Hyde carries inside the five. Eight. Higher. No, it's eight. No, it's ten. Where are you looking? I'm looking at his game log from 2019. Yeah, Pro Football Reference has it at eight, but I've I have found this page to be a little bit unreliable. So with that, uh, we're gonna leave you until if tomorrow. If I'm the Texans, I go sign Antonio Brown. Because if you're going Yolo, go Yolo. He's got to get <laughs> off. He's got to get off the exemplars first, right? He's got to be cleared, or whatever. You, you get Josh Gordon too. He's got to be cleared by the the commission. No. Hey, the new CBA was signed. That's great. We're getting, we're already getting ready for football. I can't wait for sports to be back. Can't wait for tomorrow's show. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you.